0: again for everyone that's on the sound of our voice in jesus name amen 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 well it's a new month so we start a new lesson amen i can tell you right now probably we're gonna do two months on this lesson because i i know there's some absence and stuff so praise god so but we're great god is good amen it's good to have everybody in the sound of my voice hopefully everybody's got a lesson amen always remember i'm a sergeant major not an english major uh, so, so you're going to find some arrows <laughs> amen in the lesson amen praise god amen so it's good to be in the house of the lord amen colossians 1 verse 10 if you have your bibles on your paper amen you got the student handout so as i tell everybody you're going to have more scriptures coming after you so you know that so that's always a given amen colossians one ten is this church's purpose Amen. Thank you, Sister Vicky. You're mumbling in the back there. Got it. <laughs> good. Amen. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all please and being fruitful in every good work and increasing and the knowledge of God, that you might walk worthy. So you have to ask yourself, am I walking worthy? Is God well pleased with me? Is God uh, satisfied with how I'm living and what I am doing in my life? When we become Christians, the first thing we have to realize is we've got to draw to Him. Amen. We need to get as close to God as we can to become uh more like Him. We become doers of the Word, the Bible tells us, and not hearers only, because it's through the Word of God that we live, amen, and have our being. We need to study the Word of God. We need to apply the Word of God, amen, is what God wants. So we're talking about walking the talk, amen. We can say we're Christians. We can say we're apostolic. We can say we're holy, but we're not doing it, Amen. And it don't take the devil long to pick us out. Amen. It does to the world. As I say all the time, people in the world, have never been to church. Half of them. But they know what you're supposed to do as a Christian. Amen. Because Amen. the devil knows he used to be one. <laughs> you know. So so they know what you're supposed to do. So it's not hard to be a Christian. A lot of times I hear people say, it's hard to be a Christian. It's no harder being a Christian than it is going to work. You know, you just have the purpose in your mind. I'm going to live the way God is asking me to live and what God has wanted me to do. Amen. When you look at the book of Hebrews, 11 11th chapter, we talk about the faith chapter. But we find they started out, all of them had some issues. But then it comes to the point that they just made up their mind. <laughs> what God says is true, and I'm going to do what he says to do. Amen. And as a result, it became easy. Someone says it's easy to live for God hard. But it's hard to live for God easy. Amen. So we have to realize that. Amen. Walking the talk is one of the biggest challenges each of us face every day. I'm not going to insert your intelligence. Probably won't read all this stuff. Amen. It is true for just about every aspect of our lives, from family and faith to sports and politics to our jobs and communities. We often say one thing and do another. Even James tells us, for in many ways things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man and able to bridle the whole body, James 3.2. We can talk about the importance of commitment, honesty, integrity, trust, respect, and responsibility and dependability. But does our walk reflect it? We can talk about soul winning, but do we? We can talk about giving, do we? We can talk about heaven, but are we ready? Amen. Are we prepared daily? Are we preparing daily for heaven? Amen. The Bible tells us in Colossians 3, amen, verse 1 through 5, it says, Set your affections on things above and not on things of the earth. Amen. For your life is hid in God. So then when God appears, amen, you will also reign with Him. So we have to set our affections on things above and not on things of this earth. We want to walk this walk. We want to live the way God is asking us to live. And sometimes it is a challenge. Amen. But you got to realize that greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. God is with you. He has given you exceeding precious promises that I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. Amen. The Bible tells us that the Spirit will lead and guide us into all truth. Amen. So therefore, we want to learn to walk this walk. We want to set our affections on things above. We're going to a better place. If if, If heaven is my home, then that's where my focus has got to be. That's got to be my target, and that's what I'm going to hit. Amen. Amen. Yes, there's going to be some things come into my life, that there's going to be some hurdles, and there are going to be some obstacles, and there are going to be some troubles, and God never promised me a rose garden. That's right. Amen. He just says, I'll be with you always to the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And and there's so many great scriptures who encourages us and to build us up and to... Keep us going forward, amen. It's kind of like uh, the Scriptures as you pull into that gas station when you, your tank is on E and the little light is flashing. Yeah. You know, you got to pull in and get some gas to keep going. Amen. And that's what you want to do every day is build up yourself, Jude said, on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, yeah. amen. Paul writes through the church in Hebrews in the 12th chapter. He says, Sin, therefore we have such great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sins which does the easy beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. Amen. See, Jesus can write you in, or he can write you out. Oh, yeah. He's the author. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amen. So we want to look unto him. Amen. And we want to walk with him. As we sung that song, let me walk with you, Jesus. Don't ever leave me alone, for without you I can never make heaven my home. Amen. That's why Jesus says in John fifteen five, without me you can do nothing. But in him we can do all things, Paul oh, yeah. says. Amen. Amen. And this is true. Amen. So we're talking about walking the walk. Amen. So walking the talk, I'm sure you've heard these phrases before. Practice what you preach. Practice what you preach. If you tell me I need to be at church, are you at church? If you invite me to your church, are you going to be there when I get there? It's sad if you invite me to church and I get there and I'm looking for you and you're not there. See? We need to be there. If you tell me that the Bible is true, do you live it? Do you believe it? Do you obey it? Amen. If you tell me you're apostolic, are you apostolic? Amen. If you tell your kids to clean their room, do you clean your room? <laughs> if you tell your kids to pick up after themselves, do you pick up after yourself? you got to practice what you preach. Amen. Amen this you know this is what we got to realize amen praise god so we got to do what we say we do- we are amen action speaks louder than words oh, yes. amen actions speak louder than words jesus says in matthew 5:16 he says let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. Amen. You don't have to talk a lot. Just let actions. You know, do it. You know, when you become a Christian, it becomes all about volunteer actions. You don't need somebody to tell you constantly over and over and over and over what to do. One of the biggest traits you find that you pick up on when you become a Christian is initiative. You know, taking actions in the absence of orders because you read the Word of God. You see what God is requiring of you to do, and you just do it. You know, I I think Paul says, whatsoever you put your hand to do, do it as unto the Lord. So we have to take the initiative to do things. If I see paper on the floor, I pick it up. You know, when I was in the army, they used to tell me, if you pass a cigarette butt, and I come by and sit, you're going to suffer the consequence. So you just pick it up. Pick up the paper, whatever, you put it in a garbage can. And I find myself doing that still today. You know, walk across the Walmart parking lot picking up stuff. What, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. but, but that you learn to take the initiative. You see things that need to be done and you just do it. You know, because your actions are speaking louder. Than your words here. Amen. Amen. And I see people all the time say things that, you know, but then they don't do it. You know. So we have to do what we say that we are. Amen. Our actions speak louder than words. Amen. Amen. You know, if, if I see it in you, I know you're doing that. Amen. You don't have to open your mouth. You don't have to say a thing. Just do it. Amen. Talk is cheap. Amen. Talk is cheap. It don't cost you anything to run off at the mouth. Amen. <laughs> you know, if you say you're going to be there, you know, there. Oh, I'm going to be there, Pastor. Oh, man, I'm a prayer warrior. Well, why didn't you have pray? prayer? <laughs> Talk is cheap. You know, you have to remember these things. You know, because you got to give account of every outer word the Bible says. Yeah. Amen. I think the folks in Missouri say, show me. <laughs> they even call themselves a the show me state. You know, if you're a Christian, show me. You don't have to tell me. Just show me. Just show me that you're doing what this book tells you to do. That's what it all comes down to. Amen. You don't need to tell me you're a Christian. You know. You, your actions will speak louder than your words. You know, Amen. people around you at your work, people that you come in contact with will know something totally different about you when you follow that book and you just do it. Amen. Amen. You know, they will. Just show me. Just show me. Show me the way. You know, show me the directions. A little less talk. A lot of more action, right? <laughs> Amen. We need a whole lot more action and a little less talk. Amen. 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 And David says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. How excited are you about going to church? Should that not that be a Christian's priority? You know, to build a relationship with God, to serve God with your whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. Yeah, amen. And to just purpose. You know, set that purpose in your heart that I'm going to be there. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. You know, and so, and as a result, you know, we have to love what God loves. The Bible says in Luke 4, as His custom was... When he came out of the wilderness being tempted by the devil, he went to the sanctuary or the synagogue. That was his custom. If God had a custom to go to church, we should have a custom to go to church. Amen. Amen. And when Jesus came to church, they realized, hey, the homeboy is home. Let us let him read the scriptures today. And they handed him the Bible, and what did he do? I mean, the scroll at the time, and he opened it up and turned to Isaiah 61, and he says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearts. The priest delivers to the captive, recovery of sight to the blind, has set at liberty to them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. Amen. He stopped right there. But if you ever go back to Isaiah 61, you see, he did not talk about the vengeance of the days of our Lord because that's the next time he comes back. And he closed the Bible or the book and he handed back to the priest and he sat down and all the eyes was upon him. And he began to say to them, Today is this scripture fulfilled in your hearing? Hallelujah. Amen. First they looked and then all of a sudden they said, Wait a minute. <laughs> Isn't this Joseph's son? Isn't his sisters and brothers here with us, you know? But our actions, amen, and what we do, amen, a little less talk and a little bit more action is what we need in our walk with God every day, amen. Show me, show me, show me, amen, that you are what you are. Paul says Galatians 3, if you go to Galatians 3, he says to the church in Galatians, he says, o foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? Amen. Let me let let me let's go to Galatians three real quick here. I think that's the Old Testament, right? <laughs> Amen. Galatians three verse one. Paul says, "Oh, foolish Galatians." "...who hath bewitched you, that you should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ had been evident set forth, crucified among you. This only would I learn of you, receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh?" Amen. Notice what he's saying. He says, who tricked you? You know, if you say you are a Christian, if you say you are a child of God, then people shouldn't be able to fool you and change your way of thinking. Amen. So many people are so gullible. You know, they just believe anything. Oh, yes. That shouldn't be. No. If you start in the Spirit, stay in the uh, Spirit. Amen. You're not going to make heaven with the flesh. It's enmity against God, Paul says in Romans 8. Amen. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. You want spiritual things in your life. You should be building up yourself on your most holy faith daily. Amen. The fruit of the Spirit should be being reproduced over and over in your life. In Genesis, when God created heaven and earth, he says that the trees was to bear fruit after their kind. Amen. And he's the true vine, and we are the branches, and so therefore we should be bearing fruit after his kind. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, gentleness, faith, meekness, temperance, amen, should be being brought forth in our lives just like his. Amen. Amen. And this is what God has designed in all of us. Amen. So don't let people fool you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. What did I do with the clicker? I lost it. (laughs) Amen. Here are two facts you can take to the bank. Number one, we all have moments when our behaviors are out of sync with the beliefs and values that we deeply have inside of us. Amen. Amen. Think about that. We have those moments that we just don't do it, <laughs> you know. And number two, those vast majorities of outer sinks are probably sometimes unintentional. And then again, they might be intentional. <laughs> we pray they aren't, you know, because therefore James says to him to know to do good and do it not. To him it is sin. Amen. We want to make sure that we get in line. Amen. If we do something uh, unintentional, amen, we can repent and ask God to forgive us. Amen. For doing those things. Amen. But we want to make sure that our behavior is according to God's Word. This is why Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 4.12. He said, Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believer and word. And the next is Conversation. That word conversation means behavior. Amen. Be an example in your behavior. Because Christians do. We have a certain behavior. The pattern God has set, you know, for us. We have to emulate the pattern. As he told Moses in Hebrews 8, 5 and Exodus, he says, See that you make all things according to the pattern showed you in the mount. If Moses would have made that tabernacle any other way, God wouldn't have been there. If Noah would have built that ark any other way, he would have drowned. Just like everybody else. Amen. God has a pattern. We're not going to make heaven on our own way. God has a way to get you to where He wants you to go. And you're going to have to follow it. Amen. That's why when you read the Scriptures, he's constantly saying, if my people would have just did what I told them to do, they wouldn't have these enemies defeating them. Amen. That's right. Amen. We've got to walk the talk. Amen. So that he will rid us of our enemies and the things that we face in life. Amen. Here's five keys to walking the talk. Number one, words to live by are just words. Unless you actually live them, they're just words. You know. I believe that we could change the world tomorrow if those who say they are born again would live and act like it. Amen. Amen. If we just do what we say we do, we are. You know. I wonder how many people out there say they're Christians. But yet their actions, their behavior, burning buildings, breaking buildings, you know, shooting cops and everything else, you know, it comes to a point. Think about it. You know, I try to tell people all the time, you know, when they say, oh, you Christians, you're great. I say, no, 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 no. Don't try to lump me in with everybody else. You know, because true Christians doesn't do all that foolishness that you see them doing. Amen. They walk by the Spirit. They are led by the Spirit of God. Amen. Praise God. When Jesus came out of the wilderness and he was tempted by Satan in Deuteronomy 8.3, Jesus told him, man should live by bread alone. Not by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Amen. Amen. We've got to live by the Word of God. For the word of God is quick, it is powerful, it is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividers of under of soul and spirit. Joining myers, is the discerner of the thoughts and the intent of your heart. David says in Psalms one nineteen eleven, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I will not sin against thee. He writes in Psalms nineteen seven, The Lord, the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure and light in the eye. The fear of the Lord is clean and doing forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and they're righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them are thy servants worn, and in keeping of them is a great reward. Amen. You keep the Word of God, and you're going to make it to heaven. Amen. That's your eternal reward. This is why Peter says in Second Peter 1, 5, he says, Add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge, to knowledge temperance, to temperance patience, to patience godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness charity. He says if these things be in you a abound, they make that you should neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But he that liketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather brethren, give your calling in a election sure for if you do these things you will never fall amen Amen. you will never fall amen you will always be going forward you will always be encouraged you will always be strengthened in the lord even in the times of discouragement and things come against you you will know what god's word says and you can edify and build yourself up Amen. amen praise god so words are just words to live by unless we actually do them. This book is useless. It's useless unless you live it. Amen. Be you doers of the Word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be not a doer of the Word, but a hearer, he's like James says, a man that look in a mirror. You know, what's the purpose of a mirror? To see what's wrong. So you could correct yourself. You know. If you look in the mirror. And you don't correct yourself. Then you go out pretty soon. You're going to forget all about what you look like. Amen. And then you get out there. And then somebody says. Whoa man. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. You know. What are you talking about? You know. And your hair out of place. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so. You, then you Then you try to find a mirror to correct it. You know. But you already looked once and you didn't do it. This is what James is trying to get us to see. He says, if you look in here and you see something and you know you're not right, he said, correct it. Amen. Amen. It's a useless book if you don't open it and do what it says. All life's history, all life is right there in that book. The Lord told Joshua in Joshua 1 7, he said, be strong and good courage. He says, Don't ever let the words depart out of your mouth. He says, if you don't, you'll have be strong and you have great success. I tell kids all the time when I'm talking to them, read the book. You can be successful in anything you want to do if you put God's word in your life and do what it's telling you to do. You know? I said, "There will be no need for divorce. There will be no need for hating people. There will be no need, amen for your life to be turned totally upside down if you listen and do what that book tells you. Amen. To do. amen. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 3:16 and seven. he says, "All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof for corrections and instructions in righteousness, that the man of God shall be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. You know how your people are saying, everybody perfect. Well, you might want to start working on it. Yeah. Because Jesus says in Matthew five forty eight, Be ye perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. You know, know, I'm going to read this to you. I went through and uh, everywhere I looked up the word perfect, you know, to see what it meant in the Greek. And this is what it says. The Greek word is teleios, T-L-E-I-O-S, which means complete in various applications of labor, growth, mental, and moral character completeness of full age man, perfect, brought to its end, finished, wanting nothing necessary to completeness, perfect again, that which is perfect, consummated human integrity and virtue. Of men, full growth, an adult, a full age, and mature. So God says, grow. Mature. In your morals, in your virtue, you know, this is what it means. We've got to get some morality in our lives as Christians. So he says, Paul says that all scriptures are inspired for God to do what? To make us perfect. To make us complete. To make us mature. To make us grow. When Peter finishes the second chapter of the book of Peter, in verse 18, chapter, I mean 2 Peter 3.18, he says, but grow. Right. Amen. He says, grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. You got to mature. This is what Paul told the church in 1 Corinthians 13, at the end of the chapter in 13. He says, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I act like a child. I understood that as a child. He says, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. See, we must mature. We must go on to perfection. See, we we can't sit around and say, nobody is perfect. No, it doesn't mean you're not going to make a mistake. We already know that. It means we've got to be complete in Christ. We've got to be sold out. We've got to be separated unto Him knowing that He is our Father and we are His children and He is carrying us to a better place and we're going to live and reign with Him forevermore. I want to be complete in Him. I don't want to be caught up in the world and the world pulling me and tossing me back and forward. I don't want to be trying to decide if I'm going to live for God today and not tomorrow. Amen. I want to be complete. Amen. In this thing. Amen. In Ephesians 4, amen. If you want to go there, Ephesians 4:11, Paul says he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for what? The perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come into the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God. And here's that word, to a perfect man. To the fullness of the statues of Christ, that we be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Amen. We've got to be perfect, we've got to mature. He told the church in Rome, Amen, in Romans chapter twelve. We quote it all the time. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable, God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. Amen. You want to be perfect. You want to be complete in Him. You're right. Amen. Oh, I want to see him. Look upon his face. Amen. I want to be complete in him. Amen. These words is just words if we're not going to live by them. That's right. How many people have Bibles? The Bible is still the number one bestseller every year. Mm-hmm. And most people never open it. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Everything we have need of. Is right there. His mercies are new every morning. Amen. Amen. That's what Jeremiah said in the book of Lamentations. He says, man, when I call to remembrance, all my misery and all my wormwood and all my gall and bitter, he said, I still have it in remembrance and it's humble in me. And it says, then I called to remember that it is the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. It's new every morning. Amen. He's good. And His mercy and do it forever. Proverbs chapter 1. You know, one of my, one of my things I'll do, and, I, and since I've been saved... Is every day I read a chapter of Proverbs. This is the book of wisdom. Amen. It's a book of wisdom. I mean, man, and I again I encourage people to read it. Like today is is the sixth. You know. Think about what's in there, and that's why I read it every day. So like the is the 6th, I read chapter 6. The is the 7th, I read chapter 7, all the way to 31, you know, and, and you read a chapter of 8, you're, you're just developing wisdom and seeing what God is saying. Now notice Proverbs chapter 1 real quick, and then we'll see where we can get from there, amen. The proverb is Solomon, and we know that when Solomon was first chosen to be the king of Israel, amen, he asked God for wisdom. He says, I don't know how to go out. I don't know how to come in. You know, so I need some wisdom how to lead your people. That's what he asked God. Now, a lot of times when you read Proverbs, you will find that he says, these are the things my mother taught me. These are the things my dad taught me. Amen. So parents have a role for the developing their children in the right way and to teach them the right way. This is why we need to mature. This is why we need to be complete. Amen. This is why we got to let our actions shine. Our children will see in us more Christianity if we live it than we just talk about it. Amen. Because if we talk it, they're going to be looking for it. But if they never see it, they're going to say, no, they're fakes. Come on. But if they see us living yes. what we say we are, it's going to make a whole lot of difference in their lives. Oh, you will hear them say things like, my parents did this. My parents told me this and most of the time you didn't tell them anything you just lived it <laughs> you know they just saw it you know i i talk about things my dad did all the time you know yeah. still talking about it I, I i learn a lot of things just by watching him you know Proverbs 1, the proverb of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to receive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment and equity, to give subtility to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and distression. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb in the interpretation, the word of the wise, In their dark sands. For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot amongst us. Let us all have one purse. My son. Walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. For their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without. She utter her voice in the streets, she cry in the cheap place of concourse, in the opening of the gates at in the city. She utters a word saying, How long you simple ones will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you, I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called, and you refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regardeth. But ye have said it not all my counsel, and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destructions cometh as a whirlwind, when the stress and anguish come upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They were none of my counsel, they despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own devices." For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely, and shall be quiet from the fear of evil. Notice, amen, the instructions that has been given. Wisdom is calling. Come to me. Do what I'm telling you to do. Amen. Amen. That's what wisdom does, is it teaches us and it shows us. Amen. We need to have wisdom in this world and in this place that we live so that we know what we're doing. Amen. Amen. These words are just idle words if we don't live it. That's right. Amen. God has given us warnings. Amen. He's trying to teach us and show us how to live according to His Word. Amen. Now, let's go to chapter 6 real quick here, okay? This is for today. This is the one I read today. My son, if thou be surety for thy friend, if thou hast stricken hands with a stranger... Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Do this now, my son. Deliver thyself when thou art come into the hands of thy friend. Go humble thyself. Make sure thy friend. Give not sleep to thine eyelids, nor slumber to the uh, eyes, nor slumber to thine eyelids. Deliver thyself as a roe from the hand of the hunter, and as the bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, thy sluggard. Consider her ways. And be wise, which having no guide, an overseer, a ruler, provided her meat in the summer, and gathered her food in the harvest. You ever notice why you don't see ants in the winter? <laughs> they go to the picnics in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think they call picnic pests? <laughs> you know? They know you're going to throw hot dogs. They know you're going to throw bread and all that stuff on the ground. So they're out there picking it up. They know winter is coming. Amen. So what do they do? They prepare for the winter. They get all the food and stuff they need to be stored up so they can stay in. How many times you have people in the wintertime, you know, without? Because in the summer, all they do is slumber and slough off and is lazy and don't work and don't do anything. Amen. They're not laying up anything for the hard times. Amen. And so he says, go to the ant. He says, watch them. God's nature, God's creation, you know, we can learn a lot by watching his nature and his creation. Amen. And it gives us wisdom. So he says, go to the ant. Go watch him. I love sitting on the ground and watching a bunch of ants. A lot of times I throw a piece of bread down just to watch, you know, how they're doing. Sometimes I come in for exercise. I throw, you know, see an ant down there? I throw a little piece of bread down to watch and see how he's going to do it. And, boy, you want to see something. Sometimes, I mean, when they're working, I mean, they have this weight. They're carrying it, you know. And then all of a sudden, you watch and you see some more. They'll switch out. They'll stop, and then they'll switch out. Other ants will goes up under it, and then the, those that was carrying it will get out of the way. And then they, they just work together with it, you know. They have scouters. They're out scouting, looking for food. And once they find it, they go back, and then they get some more and bring them back. Watch them sometimes. You can learn a whole lot from these cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Working together in unity. You know? Think about how much we could do if we just worked in unity sometime. Amen. He goes on and says, Go to the ant, thy slugger. Amen. Which have no God, oversee, or rulers provided their meat in the summer, and gathered their food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O slugger? When wilt thou rise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thou want as an armed man. A naughty person, a wicked man, walking with a forward mouth. He winketh with his eyes, he speaketh with his feet, he teacheth with his fingers. Forwardness is in his heart, he devised mischief continually, he sought discord. Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly, suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. These six things that the Lord hate, yea, seven, are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that devise wicked imaginations, feet that be swift and run into mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. He says, here's seven things God hates. So if we're going to walk the walk, talk the talk, guess what? There are seven things right there we better hate because God hates them. Amen. Amen. My son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thine heart and tie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. When thou wakest, it will talk with thee. For the commandments is the lamp, and the law is light, and reproof of instruction are the ways of life. To keep thee from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman, lust not after her beauty in thine heart, neither let her take thee with her eyelids. For by mean of a whorish woman is a man brought to a piece of bread, and the adulterers will hunt for the precious life. Can a man take fire in his bosom, and his clothes not be burned? Can one go upon hot coals, and his feet not be burned? So he that goeth into his neighbor's wife, whoso touches her, shall not be innocent. Man do not despise a thief, if he steal, to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. But whoso committed adultery with a woman, lacketh understanding. But he that doeth it, destroyeth his own soul." A wound and dishonor shall he get, and his reproach shall not be wiped away. For jealousy is the rage of a man, therefore he will not spare in the day of vengeance. He will not regard any ransom, neither will he be content, though thou gives many gifts. So notice what he's saying there. Amen. There's some things that we can learn. A whole lot. Amen. When we follow the words of God. But if we don't follow them, they're just side of words. You're not going to change. Amen. The word of God is designed to change you. See, when it comes into us, when we put it in our hearts, we begin to do what it says, then it changes us and we become complete. In him. Amen. So let me encourage you to read the book of Proverbs, to read the Word of God every day. Build your devotion in your homes. Amen. Study the Word of God. Hide the Word of God in your heart because it is the Word of God that will keep us on the right path and on the right track. Amen. To lead us to that perfect day and to that perfect place that Jesus has prepared for us amen Amen. and so as i said at the onset this is going to be our theme walking no talk amen this month amen and if we don't finish we'll just roll over into next month as well it's good to have everybody in the house of god so we want to take about a 10 minute break here to transition amen and then we will have our second portion of our evangelistic preaching and singing and all